Hello and welcome to another great episode of The Best of Fives. Hooray! Yay! A show that can be about anything, about any subject, you can do it anywhere, wearing anything you want. You could be naked, I don't know. Why not? I know I am. <laughs> uh, I, I'm partially. We'll, we'll see how the episode goes. Well, as you, as you heard, that is my, my good tall friend Derek hello everybody and I am Chris and it's just the two of us and I came up with this idea maybe a week ago when we heard the news that the Han Solo movie fired their two directors someone Miller I don't know their names (laughs) Um, (laughs) the guys who made the Lego movie and uh, 21 Jump Streets they got fired and they brought on a new upcoming director, he hasn't done much, uh, named Ronald Howard. <laughs> I don't even know if his name is Ronald in real life. Ronnie. Ronnie, Ronnie Boy. Ronnie. Ronnie Boy. Ron Howard. So I sent a text to my good friend Derek. Let's do a best of five best Ron Howard films. That's not included with Han Solo. Because <laughs> we don't know yet. Well, he did do a movie with Han Solo. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, yes. see what I did. It's not yeah. on my list, but, you know. I never saw that movie, to be honest. I, I saw bits and pieces of it. Uh, American Graffiti, for anybody that's sitting there gnawing on their fingers. Right, right. I think, I, me too, I saw little clips and stuff, but I never seen I heard it was great. I mean, yeah. I would. I should watch it for being a, a Lucas and Han and, and Richie Cunningham fan, you know. Yes. So, But anyway, that's what we're doing this episode is Ron Howard's best five. Now here's now see, what did you do? I, I did anything that he was involved with. That's what I did too. I Okay. I honestly I have I think one thing that he acted in or kind of acted in, and then the rest of them, uh if I'm scanning real quick, he was pretty much a writer or director on. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. I was gonna do just directing. Boom. Director that's a big job. It's five best directorial shits. Right. But I said, no, shits. I'm going to do shits. <laughs> I'm going to do whatever he was involved in or did or had a part of. So that's my top five. Well, there you go. And and I guess stay tuned for another episode where we're going to discuss his worst top five. Where we beat the crap out of Opie. But I will say this. <laughs> even, even Opie's worst... It's still pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The wor- uh, you know, not to give anything away, but the worst of fives is pretty hard to put together, except for one. Yes. Oh, I had, I had uh, one that I was like, "Yep, this is it. This is it." But the rest yeah. of them, I'm like, "Well, it wasn't that bad." I know. I I felt bad. Like like he was watching me. Like you're gonna put down that. You know what I mean? I, I felt bad yeah. writing writing down what I did. All right. Um. Why don't you go first, Doug? Your, your number five, your best number five, Ron Howard okay. uh, project, I guess. Uh, my best, my number five uh, was directed by Ron Howard. Uh, 
It is the 1986 comedy classic Gung Ho. Love it. I haven't seen that movie in probably 20 years, 25 years, man. Uh, it's I have seen it recently within maybe the last three or four years. I caught about an hour of it on TV the one day. And, you know, I mean, it, for anybody that doesn't know, Gung Ho is basically a Japanese car company buys an American plant and the movie stars Michael Keaton and George went and Keaton's running the plant and he's got to like motivate the team to get the cars out and everything. And it also stars Gede Watanabe. Uh, is it, is it, what's happening? Hot stuff. Is that, oh, is that him? Sexy girlfriend. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, for that time, it's kind of a, uh, a look at how the American industry was, you know, hard times, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it was Ron Howard and it was Michael Keaton back when Michael Keaton was funny. Michael Keaton, you know, like Mr. He's, Mom. He's still he's still funny I now. Know, but look at the okay. look at the last few pictures that he's done, and look at what yes. he's doing next. He's the Vulture. I'm yeah. sure he'll be witty, but at the same point, go back to the mid 80s when he was doing stuff like gung-ho or night shift or mr mom or you know johnny johnny dangerously johnny dangerously so i i love this movie and i i will tell you between it was a toss-up between this and night shift okay i haven't seen his movies and like so i remember i just remember and we'll have fun 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 i remember that little scene in, in night shift yeah Gung Ho, though, it's been, I mean, seriously, I think it's been a long, it's been forever. I couldn't even tell you. That That's a good choice. Well, thank you. My number five is a movie that came out in 1985. I thought you were going to say this. I was like, ooh, he's, he's going to pick mine, which I would love to go down the list here. I bet you eight people are dead. <laughs> <laughs> And it's yeah, been a long time since I've seen this movie, but I just remember how great it was when I used to when I used to watch this back in the day. Um, Cocoon. Oh yeah, yeah, you're I right. Just, a lot of people are dead. I think the only yeah. one still alive is Wilford Brimley. Yeah, like Donna Mechi, Amici, Hume, Crowen. Yes, mm-hmm. Brian Dennehy, I think, still alive. Um, Jack Guilford, um, Steve Gutenberg still alive. Yeah, Morin Stapleton. She sounds dead. <laughs> Jessica Tandy, she's gone, right? Oh yeah, she she's died many many moons ago. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people in this movie. I mean, I just remember the the, the whole the moral and the story. You go in this pool and you live on forever. It's just, it was such a great movie with all these old fuckers. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And even Steve Gutenberg, which yeah, you know Mahoney is his only big ass role. He's the goo. But he's the goo. Yeah, and I and I guess um tarantula whatever was on. Last year, um, but it was just a sweet movie. C- Cocoon is like one of Ron Howard's. Like I think when you think of Ron Howard, Cocoon has to be one of the top three or four in your mind. You know what I mean? Oh sure, yeah, yeah. It's been I couldn't tell you any scenes. It's been I should watch this movie again. I haven't seen this movie in so long, like over twenty twenty five years. Has to be. You got to make Luke watch it. Yeah, yeah, I should go. I should watch shit that I haven't seen in so long and have him watch it with me at all. Yeah, you know, definitely. But um, C- Cocoon, number number five for me. I, I don't really remember much from it, but I remember the pool with all the naked old people. Yes. <laughs> so, so if it has naked old people, you know it's going to be good. It's got to be good. 
It's got to be good. Oh, Jessica Tandy. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my number four. Okay. Uh, my number four is the only non-movie that I picked for my list. Uh, it's a television oh. television program. And I, I picked this for several reasons. Uh, it is Arrested Development. I have that as an honorable mention. I still haven't seen... The new isn't there a new season on Netflix? There is, and they're actually working on a new new season on Netflix. I thought so. So there's only been one on new, on on Netflix so far, right? Yeah, there's been one okay. season on Netflix. Um, Ron Howard was the narrator through the yeah. entire season, and yeah. I can't think of that show without thinking of of him narrating. Uh, it, it just it ties the show together so well. He also executive produced on the show, and a little fact I thought that you would appreciate, Chris, is he was the narrator on exactly sixty nine episodes. Do you think Ron Howard is secretively like a major sex addict? Uh, I don't know. His daughter's gorgeous, so I would love gorgeous to as s- hell. I would yes. love to see what his wife looks like. I've never actually uh, done the Do research you- on that. Do you think he still wears a hat while while making love? I think the bald head is where he gets all his lovemaking power. <laughs> so that's he has to cover it up. Right. If he, take, if he takes it off, everyone's going to get pregnant. Right. I mean, he okay. works with some gorgeous women in Hollywood. I'm sure he doesn't want them distracted by his sex dome, if you will. Isn't, isn't it cool the shit, though, that Ron, like, Ron Howard, you, you never hear or heard anything bad? Even, you know, Opie and Happy and yeah. all the way up. No well, don't Bill Cosby him. Bill Cosby shit going on with Ron Howard or, you know, yeah. OJ shit with Ron Howard going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, Ron was going to drive OJ, but he was running a little <laughs> late, so he got his buddy to drive him instead. Potsy. Okay. All right. Potsy. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph Mouth. Ralph Mouth. Yeah. Daddy Mouth. <laughs> so Arrested <laughs> Development. That's my number four. That's that's a good one. I, yeah. I didn't put him. I I saw it. I remember when I think I, I one one of the times I broke my ankle. What was that? I just heard heard a bike go by. Um, I think I watched all the all the um seasons for like while well, I was out of work and all for a while. Mm. All right, my number four has already been said on another best of five podcast. Okay. Um, it was our graduation years best films uh, while we graduated. Love this movie. It's fucking Backdraft. Oh, good pick. Yeah. I mean, I, you heard me say all about it back then, and it's just one of, one of his great, best ones. Great cast. Kurt Russell. I mean, The Fire. You go, I go. That is a great... That's a movie. Christ. I haven't seen that movie in 20, 25 years. I know. Yeah. I, I, should, really, I should really watch that again. It, like, so, like he'll, he'll be watching that and see Kurt Russell, um, my son Luke, and... Is that the guy from Guardians? You know, he'll be saying shit that he's in now. You know what I mean? That's Snake Pliston. Good. Get with the program. Yeah, I was watching that the other night, too. And he was like, who's that? He looks familiar. You know, that's the guy from, from Guardians. He looks just like him in the opening. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely, he does. But um, Backdraft, you know, 91. Great cast. Russell, Baldwin, De Niro, Donald Sutherland, Scott Glenn, Rebecca De Mornay. I mean, it was it's it's one of the greatest. That's a movie that I, I think I'm going to watch pretty soon, Derek. Yeah. I remember being a kid when that movie came out and that scene where the house explodes. I yeah. remember I remember jumping six feet in the air. 
You know, I mean, it was just so well done. I mean, it was just a real nail biter of a movie. Yeah, and, and it makes you wonder if he actually went to like you know with firefighters and saw how the fire moved and climbed the walls and the door and everything. I wanted if he really like like learn how 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 the fire lived. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great movie, backdraft. Go see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, your number three now. My number three is one that I wouldn't be surprised as, if on your list. Uh, okay. Mostly because of who stars in the film. Oh, uh-huh. I think. Okay. And this is your three? This is number my three? number three. All right. Okay. Uh, this is the suspense thriller from 1996, Ransom, starring Never heard Mel of Gibson. Who? Never heard of that guy. Yeah. Well, he was he was like an unknown actor, but he also starred with uh, Gary Sinise and the very lovely Rene Russo. Yes. Um, I loved this movie, and I don't go in for too many of the drama flicks. You know, it's just, you know, I'd rather laugh. I'd rather watch, you know, like a sci-fi or a comedy or something like that. But right. this is one of those movies that I saw like on TBS or TNT many, many years ago. And went out of my way to rent it when you could still rent movies. And nah. and I watched it over and over again. And, I mean, it's a very suspenseful movie about uh, Mel Gibson's son getting uh, kidnapped and, and, you know, having to pay up the ransom. And then, you know, like, things change last second. And it's, yeah. you know, yeah. it's a cop thriller. And it's such a good movie. And Ron Howard wrote and, well, he was one of the writers on it, but he was also the director. That's a great choice. The scene, and I won't spoil it for the people out there, but the scene where Melf gets the idea near the end, it's just so cool, you know, and you're just like, oh, damn, shit's about to go down. You just tell me, I mean, I've seen this movie 400 times. You just telling me this shit. I'm getting goosebumps. Like, I know, right? what happened. Like, it's like, that's a movie I got to fucking watch now again, you know? Plus, Rene Russo. I mean, how could you go wrong? I love her. Mm-hmm. I always have. I always have. That's that's that might be on my list. I, I don't know yet. Um, <laughs> it's it's a living list. It may change when we get there. <laughs> but yeah, that's my number three is Ransom. Great choice. My number three is another 1984 movie, which I guess I was 11. Yeah, and when this movie came out, eh, it was it's, it's PG. Okay. And you think you got to see some side boobs, some other kind of boobs covered with long flowing hair. Hmm. And it stars one of the greatest actors of all, of all time in one of his original start out movies, Splash. Oh, yeah. That's fucking, a good movie. Yeah. Fucking um, Tom Hanks, John Caney, Eugene Levy, Daryl Hannah. I mean, it was just a great a great story of, you know, she couldn't talk and Tom Hanks finds her and falls in love. But, you know, she has a tail and everything in the pool and in and, and the water. You see her, bo- you see her boobs kind of with hair covered over her boobs. Right. Well, that was back in the day where like a PG movie, like Gremlins was a PG movie. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the, the, the guidelines for what movies were then versus what they are now. You know, these are the same people that made guidelines for lawn darts, you know? Right, right. Throw it and run. Yeah, right. 
It's it's here's a movie. Eh, it's a shame. It's, uh, I haven't seen this movie in twenty twenty five years. Yeah. But I know I just remember how much I fell in love with her, and I just loved this movie so much. And it was sad and candy. You know, at his at his greatest. You know what I mean? Yeah. And his prime and everything. And young Tom Hanks. You can't go wrong yeah. with young Tom Hanks. No, you cannot. And it was just. It's a great. He's he's made some great fucking films, and it's like I wish I had to go back and watch him now mm-hmm. again. You know, but number number three for me is is another '80s classic, is Splash. That's a good pick. Thank you, sir. You're it's welcome. no ransom, you know. But well, it's early yet. True. Yes, we're going to your number dosi number two. Uh, my number two is also a classic of the '80s. Oh. Um. It also stars one hell of a good actor. Uh, it was directed by Mr. Ron Howard, and it became a television show in the, <gasps> maybe the last ten years. Yeah, yeah, maybe even f- yeah, five and, years or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that would be Parenthood. Excellent, excellent choice. And I still—I hate to say this—I've seen bits and bits and pieces. I've never seen it from again in, yeah. and I heard it's fucking phenomenal. It's, it's a rough movie about a family and all the different aspects of the family you know steve martin has his wife mary Steenburgen, who is looking quite good then too and they're i think three kids and you know one of them's just a mess uh he's got a sister who's married to um rick moranis who's like super anal retentive they've got another sister who's diane weist whose ex-husband is messing with the the teenage son who i believe was uh Reeves, right? Neo? No, no. Uh, I think the kid was Joaquin Phoenix. I think you're right. And then her daughter, who I don't remember who played her daughter, but her daughter was dating Keanu Reeves in one of his very first roles. And he's got like this shaved head and he drives, <laughs> he drives race cars and he's, you know, I mean, he was Bill and Ted before Bill and Ted, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's. It's another drama. It's it's basically telling the story of this giant family and how they interact with each other and how they deal with, you know, their families growing up and all the, you know, issues and difficulties of having a kid. But then you also have Steve Martin. So, you know, you got some comedy. And when he comes running out as the cowboy, the, the little boy is having uh, yeah. a birthday party and the cowboy cancels or wasn't able to make it. So Steve Martin shows up as the cowboy climbs up on the roof is letting the kids shoot him with squirt guns and stuff it's yeah, great yeah yeah it's that's, absolutely that, great that that's like early like like really early steve martin and his mm-hmm. like like serious like a father father the bride kind of role kind of thing you know what i mean like oh, he, yeah steve martin can can fucking do it all he can he can make you laugh he can make you cry you oh, know yeah. do you remember the car accident scene in the movie i i don't know i i don't i probably didn't even see that scene all right so i i will little tiny spoiler nothing major but um steve martin's stressing out right he he's got a terrible he's got a great job but it's stressing him out his kid's a mess and that's stressing him out his whole life it's just stress 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 so his wife who's mary steve virgin is talking to one of his sisters and his sister said oh well the last time my husband got stressed out i gave him a bj in the car (laughs) so they're driving home from something and he's bitching and moaning behind the wheel and she decides okay i'm gonna try it <laughs> and they cut they cut from her leaning in to a scene where the car is wrapped around a pole 
And the, I, I, it sounds familiar. Now. They, Maybe they, I did see pieces of this. They get out of the car and they're talking to the cop, and the cop goes, "Hey, how did this happen?" And Steve Martin, without missing a beat, just looks at his wife and goes, "Honey, do you want to show him?" <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just he's just got that sharp wit about him. But yeah, that's yeah, that's he. He's. I mean, did he have white hair back then? Of course he did. Okay. Has he ever had dark hair? I don't I, know. I don't think so. I think he saw yeah. a good, good, good ghost when he was like three, and he's had white hair ever since. <laughs> ghost. But that's so a great yes, one. Number number two, Parenthood. All right, my where is it here? My number two is the only thing I wrote down on my list that he acted in. Okay. And say what you want. I don't care who you are, how old you are, when you were born, you have seen Happy Days. Yeah. And Richard Cunningham, I mean, it's one of the greatest TV shows that was ever on. Everybody, Fonz, Potsy, Ralph Mouth, you know, Al, Arnold, Joni, Chachi, Mrs. C, Mr. C. It's it's a great, <laughs> even Chuck, is that his oh, brother? Chuck, the brother that went up the stairs and never came back never, down. Yeah. Happy days. We, I mean, I guess because we grew, grew up with it and shit. We came in from school or was on or something. And mm. I mean, happy days did make you happy. And then Mork was on. I mean, it's 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 yeah. a show that you watch and you, you fall in love with them all over again. Yeah, it's spun off into Mork and Mindy and into uh, Laverne and Shirley. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's and and Richie was you know the every every neighbor out there you know he was just so gullible and golly and just so so awesome the only episode that did suck was when he came back with a, a mustache oh. and, he, and he punched font that <laughs> that episode should have happened at all right okay he came back with that awful porn stash yeah yeah he had a big ass porn stash going on yes Ugh. but i mean everyone find me somebody out there who hates happy days all right, you must like like happy days. You must enjoy. <laughs> it's 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 happy days. You know what I mean. But that's my number two. I don't. I mean, thing. he's yeah. He's. I mean, as soon, when you think of of um, Ron Howard, you you think of Rich Richie or Opie. I never. My dad used to watch Opie. I never really cared for that. But Happy Days. No. That was that was my um, my shit. <laughs> All right, here it comes. All right, you ready to groan? Now, well, what do you mean groan? What else is out there that that's number one for you? Well, I because I've had this this item maybe not as number one, but on other lists, and I have heard you groan. <laughs> but I'm gonna say well, it anyway. But that's that's when we're alone. That's that that's when oh, we're groaning. I said groan, <laughs> not moan. Oh, okay, okay. Hey now, okay, so. My number one came out in 1995. Uh, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> it was it was directed by some guy named Ron Howard. Correct. Or uh, Howard Ronson. Uh, it starred Mr. Tom Hanks, the mm. late great Bill Paxton, mm-hmm. the always great Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. and Mr. Gary Sinise, and that would be Apollo 13. I'm not moaning or groaning. I have that. I wrote that down. It's okay. not on, on my list, but yeah, I know people love that movie. It is a great movie. It's a great movie. It really is. I I I'm, I totally agree. 
It's not on my list, but it's it's on yours. <laughs> and and when I was making this list, I kind of wanted to be funny and make like a Clint Howard list as well. But this kind of <laughs> works because Clint shows up in Apollo thirteen. Yeah, he shows up in every a lot of shit that runs. I know. That's a that's a good one. I love Apollo thirteen. It's it's just a great movie, and I wish they would put it back out in theaters for a weekend. It's been a while since I've I've seen it, but I I know it's I mean it's Ron Ron and Tom Hanks. You, oh yeah, you, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong until the next next episode. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, when I said Ron Howard, and this pick this pick is his his best movies. There, you know, one movie came to mind immediately. Uh huh. I didn't even have to think. I, I had to make my top four list because I knew number one was going to be this. You already said it. It's fucking Ransom. <laughs> <laughs> Is it all because of Mill? It's that's that's a big part of it. Yes. Well, it, it's fantastic, and everything you said is totally true. I remember working at the theater. I have the fucking standee of this. I remember working at the theater, and when he's on that phone, I made sure that I was in there during that. That fucking phone scene of him and Garrison these yelling back and forth. You, know, you kill him, we kill yourself, motherfucker. Get back, my son. Fucking phenomenal. Chills. Yeah. And then he goes cries on the balcony with Rene Russo and this this movie. And you're right. There's there's twists and turns. It's it's such a great movie. Even though you've seen this movie so many times. Mm-hmm. Next time you fucking watch it, you're still tense. Like, oh, my God. And you're still like, oh, that's a shame. Oh, yes, go get him. It still hits you. You know what they need to do is they need to get somebody one of the one of those good video guys or you know like maybe Matt could do this or something take ransom and take taken and start splicing them together to the what, point um, where like Mel is talking to and Liam, Liam team up. Oh my god! Wouldn't that be awesome? I mean, I mean that's like the next Expendables, you know. Oh my god! Somebody somebody kidnapped all of these people's kids. <laughs> and like Mel shows up and Liam shows up and Arnold shows up and you know yeah cuz they they took his kid in commando that's right and uh, you know uh what's her name from who's the boss Alyssa Milano yeah that's and cool. you even have John McClane cuz i think they took his daughter from Dyard whatever 4 or 5 whatever it oh, was oh god you know come on you have everybody in this movie give me back my son that'd be awesome or daughter or daughter <laughs> But yeah, that that was that was definitely a, a no brainer. This is the movie I gotta watch. It's been a while since I've seen Ransom too, which yeah. which hurts. Yeah. Well, now you're just making a good movie list for the weekend. I might I might have a Ron Howard weekend. Maybe when Han Solo comes out, maybe I'll have a, a binge a bunch of Ron Howard films. Yeah. If he doesn't he, get, I hope he does well with that movie. I, I've been hearing and reading so much shit. Like so much of the movie was fucking already shot. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I heard that those two guys were making Han Solo like a Ace Ventura, Jim Carrey kind of person. Yeah, like, it's com- gonna be like a buddy comedy. Yeah, like comical and like and like like witty and you know already then like just over the top. Han's not like that. Han's cool and cocky. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's good. It's I feel bad for Ron. Like if this movie comes out and it sucks, it's not his fault. He's gonna say, "Well, I did what I could." You know what I mean? Right. Oh, absolutely. If it's fucking great. It'll, it'll be all his his credit, I guess. You know, if it's bad, he can just apologize and then put his daughter on screen, and everybody will be like, "Oh, look, she's pretty." Yeah, healthy, topless. You know, <laughs> I heard that's the uh, the plot of the next Jurassic World. 
<laughs> she, she's going to get her laundry, and there's uh, three velociraptors in front of the washing machine. They just yeah. start chasing her through the park topless. And then Sam Jackson comes walking in, hold on to your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> a a one arm Sam Jackson. <laughs> All right, let me go back. Uh, number five for me was Cocoon. Okay. Number four was Backdraft. Number three was Splash. Number two was Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. And number one is the greatest movie Ron Howard ever will make, Ransom. Okay. I had Gung Ho at number five, Arrested Development at number four, Ransom, the greatest movie he'll ever make, at number three. (laughs) That's the full title, right? (laughs) Uh, Parenthood at number two, and Apollo 13 at number one. Now, I had some honorable mentions. Did you? I have a bunch here. I have... Yes. I'm trying to pick out the ones that were good and save the ones that were for bad for another. Right. Um, oh, he produced Cowboys and Aliens. Yeah, I had that. It's not that bad. It's not great. Um, I did love Cinderella Man. Okay. I did lo- I did love that. I did love A Beautiful Mind. Okay. Um, say what you want. I enjoy The Grinch. Okay. <laughs> I can tell I can tell how you Took that breath. Um, and Apollo. I wrote, so the, and Night Shift. Those are all my um, mentions. Okay. Um, I had Willow, which is uh, Ron and uh, Mr. Lucas. I'm surprised, yeah, we, that, we didn't ha- that one of us didn't have it on the list. I, I had it going back and forth. And then I kind of dropped it because it's been a long time since I've seen Willow. Yeah, yeah, me too, yeah. Um, I had The Burbs, but I didn't move that up higher just because he was only executive producer on it. Okay. Um, I also had Cowboys and Aliens. Um, he did a couple episodes of The Simpsons, and I love The Simpsons, so how can you okay. go wrong? Um, of course. He, he had a little cameo. There's a, a short film that you can see on, uh, on YouTube called The Death and Return of Superman. It was Kevin Smith? No, it's uh, no. Max Landis, who did um, – oh, God, I'm blanking on, on all the good movies. He did a bunch of really good movies. Um, but anyway, uh, he does this tale about – he talks about uh, the death of Superman in the comic books and, and how they brought him back and stuff like that. And he has a little cameo in that, and I really enjoy that. Um, and then – I had not as an honorable mention, but I'm excited because it's coming out. Have you seen the trailer for the Dark Tower yet? Yes, with um, Iris with, Alba and McConaughey. Yeah, that yes. looks insane. It, that looks is, so good. Did Ron Howard make it? He's the producer on it. Oh wow! Because I know it's a Stephen King thing, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, it's if you don't know anything about about the book. Just think of like last action hero. Like, That's fucking great. <laughs> like they, he goes, the kid goes into their world and then they end up coming out because uh, McConaughey basically plays the devil character, if you will. And he's just yeah. trying to destroy everything. So it's like a little bit of like never ending story Two meets um, last action hero, except like really, really good. And, oh, <laughs> and I mean Idris Elba is just so badass in that in that trailer. I'm so excited for that. What if um Falcor has a scene in this movie? That would be awesome. 
The giant flying dog. Oh, come here. Oh, but that's my. Uh, those are my honorable mentions. They're, those are uh, those are those are all great honorable mentions. Um, that's right. I guess go on, go on our, our website. You know, neozaz.com. We got a bunch of other podcasts. Um, Star Wars and character. Uh, Pass of popcorn. Um, the tick coming back anytime soon, Derek. Maybe, maybe with the uh, the uh, inception of the new show, maybe we can get oh, the guys yeah. together and start cranking those out again. Get the band back together again, okay? Yeah. Uh, what What's the name of uh, Lou's awesome podcast? Dial Up Movies. Dial Up Movies. That's a good one. Um, the uh, man, I am having a bad day. Uh, <laughs> what's What's the the new one? Uh, something speaking. Uh, with um, Eric Moore. Um, yes. Effectively speak. Is that what it's called? Effectively speaking, Eric. If we got your podcast wrong, I'm terribly <laughs> sorry. I really enjoy it. It's just been a long day. But yeah, go check out Effectively Speaking. It's really cool. And some guy named yeah. Chris was on it a couple of times. And mm-hmm, I'll be on again. By really? the way, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's so cool how he breaks down. You know the big scenes in in movies, and you know sexy British accent. You can't go wrong with that, right? Not not at all. He yeah he's he knows his shit, which is which is frightening. He just knows so much shit about so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the best review he's ever gonna get. Um, <laughs> go listen to all of Matt's podcasts. Uh, I just finished listening to his latest episode of Is It Beer Yet? And it's basically like multiple days wrapped into one podcast and you could just hear him getting more and more exhausted, but then he gets real excited at the end. So it's actually oh, yeah. real fun to listen to if you're interested in that at all. But yeah, I mean, there's a podcast out there for everybody on, on everybody. Neo's ass. Yes. So go on there and download whatever you like. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode of best of fives. Um, you can make it yourself. You can do it with, with your buddies record something. Pick whatever you want. Best five ways to wear socks. And then record it, send it in, and we'll put it out there. I only know two ways to wear socks. I'm excited to learn more. <laughs> well, there is, you know, other other ways to wear a sock. Well, I wear the foot socks, and then I yes. wear the red hot chili pepper sock. Where's where's that sock? Oh, come on. Don't you remember the red hot chili peppers? Oh uh, yeah. Wait, yeah! Did he wear a sock on on on, on his wang? <laughs> yes. All right. Well, all right. Well, thanks again for listening, and tune in next time for another episode of Best of Fives.